everyone. Greetings and salutations, children of technology. It's me. It's me. It's that D O double G. Anyway, whatever the hell. Don't, <laughs> I'm Charles don't do that. <laughs> just do that. <laughs> now I just want to, like, I want to sing every, like, 2004 Snoop Dogg song ever. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't know. I would not know. <laughs> I was a child. How do you not know? Anyway, I'm Chelsea Lesage. Hi, welcome to um yes. to Chelsea and Charles Beyond the Bell. Yes. 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 I will say it beyond the bell. Ah, it's so dissatisfying. Don't even lie. Yeah. <laughs> so, hello, welcome to our podcast about women's wrestling. <laughs> uh, so this week we're going. <laughs> Your attention is leaving <laughs> to your pores. <laughs> Inhale. Ah, <sighs> exhale. <laughs> Perhaps I'm a yoga instructor, but we're not sure. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. That's for our AEW pay-per-view. Uh, <laughs> yeah, edition. stay tuned for that. That'll or be, don't. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be coming after uh, this this uh, one. Yes. But yeah, hey, everyone. So I'm Charles uh, D. Lincoln, um, filmmaker, make films. And uh, this is uh, my partner uh, in, in, in crime and lime. Um, doesn't make any sense. But now wrong. I want key lime pie. I have never had key lime it's pie. It's only good, like, in Cuba or in Key West. So mm. let's, just, okay. let's just write something where we have to go to Key West or something. <laughs> oh, I, I don't even know what's in Key West. I, I, it's like an island, right? It's... um. It's in the Florida Keys, and it's the southernmost point in the continental United States. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Well, um, you win the geography bee. <laughs> Thank you. I did something so. right today. So we're here to talk to you about this week, this past <laughs> week, in women's wrestling. Yes. Uh, and uh, tra- uh, as Charles week. said, other than the um, AEW pay-per-view, because that will be covered directly after this. Yeah, we, we're not going to be covering AEW Dynamite. Uh, we're not going to be covering AEW Dark, but we will be covering uh, AEW uh, pot, uh, Pay-Per-View if you want to listen to our next uh, special episode. All right, so, but we will be covering NXT. We will be covering uh, the WWE. That's run SmackDown. We'll be covering NXT UK, and we'll be covering Impact Wrestling. Uh, speaking of Impact, Chelsea, did you get a chance to see those uh the world of hurt uh episodes i sent you no i'm the worst i'm sorry <laughs> okay you really should check those out because it's very interesting you send you me see, so uh, much um, every day that i'm like oh i'll get back to that and then more things come in i'm yeah. sorry <laughs> yeah but um it basically showed taya valkyrie and uh Tino dashwood when oh, they were wrestling yes, school students i did students. see that one i did see that one. Oh, isn't it crazy it's crazy like taya was not a good student at all but you see her now and she's Kinda great, but great. then you have the you have that fucking French dude, right? Just being completely unhelpful and just being a sexist piece of shit. And where is he now? I don't know. Nowhere. <laughs> I can't He's in answer a world that. of hurt. He, he was he was let go from NXT. He was let go from Impact, and uh, no one knows where he is now. So Good. yet the two Maybe women that he was Johnny saying. Bravo somewhere. Yeah, well, then he'd be then he'd be. Uh, He's not dead, I know that. <laughs> the, the body count on impact is only at four. <laughs> <laughs> so, you want to get to stuff that I really care about? <laughs> yeah, so let's go. But uh, I just thought it was interesting because, number one, um, you know, uh, you have uh, Taya Valkyrie, who 
you know, started off uh, very late, actually. She didn't start wrestling until she, she didn't go to wrestling school until she was 27. I don't, is that really too, you were, at 27, you were going to say, actually, like, as recent as 28, like, this year, you were going to ask, we were talking about wrestling school, so is it really late? Well, that's the thing. It's, it is considered late, but at the same time, like, Thunder Rosa started at 28. Yeah. Um, most, most people who start wrestling school started at, like, 18. Right. In the U.S., in the, in the, never mind the U.K., I mean, fucking, the U.K., as a, I'm they pretty sure they don't have child labor. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they don't have child labor laws <laughs> because I'm not even kidding you. Like Paige and Tony Storm and Dakota Kai and all those people all started when they were like 14, 15. Mm-hmm. You know, like fucking, you know, uh, what's her face? Um, I love uh, what's her face. T- Tegan Knox. Yeah. Tegan Knox, who, who, you know, is only like 26 or so, is like a 10 year veteran. That's amazing. So, you know, um, no child yeah, labor so, laws. What the fuck is yeah, that? Yeah, I, I assume they don't. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's why when they had the speaking out movement came, you had all these women talking about how, you know, they had been sexually harassed in wrestling school and stuff. And a lot of them were underage. Holy shitballs. Like over in the, over in the UK. Because, yeah. um, you know, I mean, you saw from the World of Hurt thing what a lot of them go through. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, it's like a world I'm of hoping, hurt. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that it's... Um, I'm totally no selling your joke, by the way. But um, I'm hoping that it's He's just uh, ignoring my joke over and over again. <laughs> yes, yes. I am. The, I am the Hirat. I am the Hikaru Shida of uh, jokes. Anyway. Um, <laughs> well, but um, but yeah, like you know, you saw that a lot of them go through. Like you know, I mean, you saw the fucking sexual harassment mm-hmm. that both Taya Valkyrie and Tino Dashwood were going through from that one dude. Yeah. You know, and that's a dude. Who, that's a dude who knows he's being filmed. That's so fucked up. I don't know. There's a lot to be done. Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's start with uh, (laughs) NXT. No, NXT. (laughs) Yes. Let's. uh, Well, you know, NXT, uh, one of the things we um, we can uh, compliment them on is that they they fired their teacher who was doing all sorts of fucked up shit. You know, um, he was the guy who taught, like, Sasha Banks and Bailey and all them, but he eventually got fired because he was just... Uh, a lot of students were quitting because of him, as they should be. A pervy piece of shit. You know, they put a... Um, they, well, he wasn't, just, he wasn't just sexually harassing people. He was yelling racial slurs at people. He did this... He did some sort of thing where, like, he said to the wrestlers if they didn't want to train, that uh, they could skip the day of training, but only if one of them took a donut from another... like a. If the guy got naked and another guy, like, grabbed a donut out of his ass and, like, weird shit like that. Weird. That's just bizarre. So, so they eventually put cameras in there <laughs> when enough people complained. Smart. And it was like, whoa, whoa, dude. So Bill DeMott got fired because of that shit, and Bill DeMott has not worked in the industry since. Rest in which pieces, is, Bill. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, that's the thing. A lot of these people had a lot of hard shit to deal with. Um, but, and you know, and it's crazy because wrestling school is hard enough. I mean, you see the shit that they have to, have to go through and everything, mm-hmm. you know, learning how to take bumps and learning how to, how to move. And, you know, um, some, you know, some people, and as you saw with Ty Valkyrie, some people, it takes them longer to figure that out, but yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's just interesting, like watching all that. It's just so, a world uh, of hurt. So anyway. <laughs> Um, I'm hilarious. I'm, you know what? I'm actually going to, you know, what's really funny. If I can be serious for a moment, 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> so that's a that's a '90s joke, by the way, because Lance Storm, the guy who uh, who ran that school, uh, by the way, that was the school that everyone recommended to you. Yes, that the Lance Storm mm-hmm. one. Uh, but Lance Storm, his whole gimmick for a long time used to be that he had no sense of humor. So he would start promos with, if I can be serious for a minute. <laughs> and, and then would say something, no one enjoys a good joke more than I do. However, <laughs> and, and then he would just go into whatever serious promo he was going to do. So that was... <laughs> That's a good way to like play it off. Yes, yes. So anyway, uh, NXT. Yes. So uh, let's talk about Dakota Kai. Versus Ember Moon. Yes. Ember Moon just really like showed that she was, that it was the Emperor's Law is here and here to stay and she's not fucking around. Um, it was just, there's, a, I feel like a lot happened. <laughs> mm. um, well, that's why, we, that's why we take notes. That's why. We do, we do. Um, she, Ember Moon, I think she started off strong with an arm, arm bar to Dakota Kai, and she's just like a, I don't even know what the move, I don't even know if it was a move, but she swirled her around and then like punched and kicked her in the face, and I was like, oh, fuck. Well, well, one of the things that I kept noticing was that the whole time they were doing all these reversals and twisting and, 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 and doing all sorts of crazy shit. But not letting go of each other. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. The fluidity between all of their moves was really, really something to know. Mm-hmm. I loved that. Mm-hmm. And it's very obvious that, like, you know, uh, Ember is working off the ring rust. And she has, she's getting better every week. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it definitely shows that, you know, that she... Because, I mean, if you haven't wrestled for a long time, it's going to show. It's going to show. You know, and I think she's getting back into the groove of it. Um, she is. When Dakota and I came back, I love. I love when she said, um, "When she said, you think you can come back here?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just that like, was I don't cool. know. It was like, oh my god, I don't want to fuck with Dakota Kai ever. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, Ember Moon was just Ember Moon was hitting hard mm-hmm. in this one. Like Ember Moon, I love when uh, she kind of did that move that Ember, that uh, that Dakota Kai does all the time, where she spins you around um, outside the apron and then kicks you in the face. Yeah, naturally. And how I love that she did that to uh, to Dakota Kai, who does that all the time, and is like, "This is your receipt." Yeah, I love this week, especially how many times people would do the moves of their opponent, like their, the other person's mm-hmm. signature move. Like I noticed that happened a lot this past oh, week. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. especially when we get to Bailey versus Sasha, that's gonna. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, this match was really fun to watch. Of course. Raquel helped whenever she could um, from yeah. outside, but I think I think my favorite part was when they're hitting each other in the face, and then Ember Moon just turns and goes, "Fine, hit me right here. You get a free. You one. You get a free one. <laughs> I'll give you a free one." That made me so happy. And, and then when she went for it, she got like put into the cross yeah. which was <laughs> really really cool. <laughs> so Dakota Kai wins um, because Raquel helped. Yeah, Ember was going for the eclipse, and then uh, Raquel Gonzalez distracted her long enough for Dakota to win. Yes, uh, and but it was a good showing by both of them. Yeah, I think. it really I was. was. Little, I was surprised Ember Moon lost. I'll, I'll be honest about right. that. But it was it was a good showing. Uh, so from there we go to a Shotzi Blackheart promo, uh-huh. uh, where as a reward for Halloween Havoc, she's being. Uh, Basically allowed to choose who her opponent's going to be, and she chooses Tony Storm. Yes, and she wants to welcome Tony Storm 
To the ball pit, naturally. Yes. <laughs> yes, of course. To the ball pit. Welcome yes, to yes, the yes. ball pit. Hello. Oh. <laughs> A lot of people are unaware that uh, Shotzi is just there when you go to McDonald's. Like, what? <laughs> you ever go to, you've never been to like McDonald's with the ball pit? Oh, understood. Yes. 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 And Shotzi just pops her head out. And you wonder you why your parents ever let you go into that. And then at a certain age, they're like, no, you can't go into that. And you're still a child. It's just that they've gotten smarter and realized that probably people have just peed in there. All sorts of, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm really gross. I'm happy I already ate because <laughs> I just went down some Chelsea's crazy just, rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. Chelsea's just imagining people releasing their bodily fluids into the ball. Just pit. like it's involuntarily. Just, just, Yes. <laughs> Naturally. So, so yes. let's go to Io Shirai. Uh, Io Shirai. I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. Yeah, right? So we have an Io promo, and she just says that she wants to face Rhea for her championship because she's not afraid of the nightmare. I got chills yeah. during this promo. I was like, oh, yeah. Io can do no wrong in my eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we a very brief appearance from the man who loves wheels. Uh, who everyone knows has always loved wheels. Yes. Um, one half of the Garganos, uh, Johnny Gargano. Yes, who loves wheels. And I don't know exactly what board game he is playing. I should know. Um, um, but I don't know. Wasn't it Shoots and Ladders? It's or? not Shoots and Ladders. There's no wheel mm. in Shoots and Ladders. Uh, I don't know exactly mm. what it was. But um, the guy in the scream, scream mask is also there in the house. And he calls, and um, he says, I'm in your house. And Johnny goes, yeah, I'm sitting right next to you. It's your turn. And that's just <laughs> hilarious. And then after Johnny spins the wheel again and decides that he, he declares his own victory on this board game, he proceeds to get up with his belt and do this funny little dance where he says, wheels love Johnny, and Johnny wins, and all this shit. And it was just so stupid, and I laughed the whole time. <laughs> I loved it so much. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, you know, the reason why, I mean, there's, there's potentially no women involved there, but at the same time, um, we see the Scream Mask guy, and, and that's going to be important for our next segment, which is um, a bit of a tragedy uh, when we had Shotzi Blackheart versus Tony Storm. Yes, yeah, so Shanti Blackheart comes out with um, no tank. She's angry. She's very She's angry. Off, so there's yeah. been a mood change because obviously in the last promo we saw her in, she was just, she wanted, she respects Tony Storm and she wants some like friendly competition. There's been some camaraderie. Everything's good. Her attitude has completely shifted. Um, uh, I just also want to note that Tony Storm looks so good. <laughs> oh, yeah. She looks so good. But Shanti is just like, um, it's a total, total 180, and the whole thing is that she thinks that Tony Storm took her tank, which is obviously very yeah. important to her because of her military yeah. family. Yeah, I, I had actually did not know about that. Uh, I didn't make the connection. I knew about her having a military family, but I didn't know that it basically went right, you know, it was directly related to her cousin. Yeah, uh, it hit really close to home for her, and we know we will figure out why in just a moment if we haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, so this is this match also made me wonder... I would love to, like, really sit down and, well, it would make me feel like a pervert to do so. But I do wonder, who has the most aggressive ass attack in all of wrestling? Because Tony Storms is the one that looks like it hurts. It really does. No, when like, we saw this, I, like, it, was, it looked painful. Like, like, Asuka knocks you out of the ring, but Tony Storm, like, your head snaps back when, it, when her ass hits you. Mm -hmm. 
that woman is built. She is fierce. She is fearless. I'm I'm really happy to have her back. But you know, Shotzi has my heart, and that's why this match was sad. Yeah. yeah. But then there was, I mean, and and Tony Storm also that like headbutt she does yeah. is fucking nuts. Yeah. She's just again, this is another another competitor who just like the fluidity in between her moves. It's just seamless mm-hmm. and endless. It's like a fucking dance. It's a piece of art, and I, I it was. Just really fun to watch as much as I hated what happened to Shotzi, you know? Mm-hmm. I felt like I and felt like a traitor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in a way. So yeah, so let's discuss that. So while they're in the in this match, uh Shotzi makes a comeback, uh, and then Candace LeRae appears on the screen. Yes. And Candace is basically there with Shotzi's tank in the middle of a road mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah. Um, and Tony Storm rolls up Shotzi and wins. Mm-hmm. Um, but then tragedy happens. Uh, Chelsea. And, uh, uh, should, Candace yeah. LeRae gets in a Hummer and just runs over the tank. And you just, it keeps cutting back to Shotzi just wailing. The devastation in this woman, um, having, it's like she's watching her child being killed. It was really excruciating to watch. I wanted to help her. Tony Storm went over to console her. It was just, Mm -hmm. um, it was really devastating. You could tell that everything that was going on inside of her was genuine, and I just, I, my heart just breaks Mm. for her. And I think it, I'll have to say, it really, it re- I have to give it to Candice LeRae and whoever wrote that storyline because Candice LeRae's job is the bad guy. You know, we, we compliment people, you know, on both sides, but your job as a bad guy is to have the audience hate you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's your job is to have the audience legit want you to get beaten. Yep. Good and, job, Candice. You did it. Yeah. And I think that, like, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure obviously Shotzi and Candice must have worked this out with whoever was, you know, doing the writing, but it's, um, it was a really effective moment and Shotzi showed some great emotion there. Yeah, she did. You could tell she wasn't acting at all. It was was fucked up. I hated every second of it, but it just, I feel like what I want out of this moment is I can't wait to see the new, like, comeback kid of Shotzi Blackheart and how Mm. she just, like, will come back fearless like how people keep saying how when wrestlers come back like ember moon and tony storm and they're like oh well it's the new me and i'm better and i'm harder like now this is shotzi's time to do that yeah no i i cannot imagine that she won't beat the living shit out of candace like at every opportunity she gets yeah she sees her backstage she sees her in the locker room we're gonna know about it (laughs) yeah yeah, that was that was crazy. Like that was some real heel heat there, and and I haven't seen something like that in a while. Uh, you know, so it was. Uh, and then even the the exclusive, uh, you know, the the WWE Network exclusive coverage, just Shotzi just completely devastated. Yeah. Um. You know. So. And then, um. So from 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 a uh, current tragedy to a future tragedy we then have uh Zia Lee mm-hmm. uh getting and we find out she, those letters have been from her family yeah and that it's not and our business she, what's on them yeah and she's now challenging uh Raquel Gonzalez yes <laughs> which is not going to go well no the storyline no, is it, obviously far from over she needs to hit rock bottom and then we'll know exactly what's going on yeah i guess so next week we'll see Zia Lee get killed 
uh, I guess. Uh, yeah, we'll put her with Johnny Bravo and everyone else in Impact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Tommy Dreamer will come in and, and find out who killed her. Yes. So, uh, yeah, and then finally on NXT, we had Rhea Ripley. Yes. Responding. And, and my and favorite thing uh, that she says is she says, 2020 has been complete trash. <laughs> Which was oh, yeah. just so real. And I was like, Rhea, I love you. And she said that, that you know, that, that of course, Eo said that she's not afraid of the nightmare. And she said that everyone's scared of something. And she's terrified of losing her championship. So Rhea's going to take it. Mm-hmm. Yes. To be continued. To be continued. Yes. So now let's, let's take a uh, six-hour flight uh-huh. um, across the Atlantic. And uh, go to we'll, NXT we'll up... UK. Yes, where yes. we have another uh, Aaliyah. Yes, yes. Uh, we have Ginny, the fashionista, versus Aaliyah James. Yes, who's adorable and new. She's so cute. I, that is the first time I've ever seen her. Well, she's brand new. This is her first thing. Yeah, yeah she's yeah, fucking yeah. adorable. And she's yeah. got some moves. I can't wait to see where she goes. Oh, yeah, no, you know what? This is out of everybody I've ever seen, like. You you know you see me like you know like I, I've commented on Indy Hartwell who I think has uh, potential uh-huh. even though she played with her hair too much um, Jesse Camilla who I who I was like yeah you know like a lot of these people that we just see uh, for the first time or whatever Aaliyah James I was actually really impressed with her like, yeah I was really impressed she, with her too like I was like I will watch her yeah you can tell that she realized that this is her first time on like television to be exposed to be like. Thousands, if not millions, of people, and she knew who she was going up against. You know, yeah. so she knew how to how to play that. Like I wasn't, I was at no point was I taken out of it thinking like, oh yeah, it's obvious that it's her first time. She really held her own. She was really, really great. One of my favorite moments was, of course, when the bell rung and Ginny is taken off the coat and she said, "I'm not ready yet." Yes. <laughs> But I love that. I love that it, she didn't just say it as if like, "Hey, that's not nice." She yelled at the referee. Yeah, she did. She did. <laughs> and you know, I know that it's just like in every match, she's like the queen of talking shit. But talking shit to this girl who's never been on television wrestling before, she just she's, the entire match. You stupid, stupid girl. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think you're doing here? And all this. Yeah. I was like, she's like the fucking like the stepmother in Cinderella. <laughs> I told you I've always referred to Ginny as evil Tahani. That's <laughs> that's actually that makes sense because they have the same accent. I just put that together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both they're, they have the same accent. They're both like Indian English. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're both you know like from from more upper class families, and they both she's are really in like fashion. Ginny and... came out of this because she didn't get Jamila Jamila's part. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's just the resentment that grew out of not being cast in the good place. That's why she is the way she is now. <laughs> but yeah, no, this was. I mean, it did what it, it did what it had to. It showed Ginny is, uh, you know, ruthless, and it made Aaliyah look like someone who we're really anxious to see in the future. Yeah, I can't wait to see more of her. Yeah, so Aaliyah, Aaliyah James, I think is, uh, you know, uh, probably my favorite of the Aaliyahs. Right now. Probably my favorite Aaliyah as well. Yeah. yeah. So uh, at the end of the match, uh, Ginny calls out uh, Piper Niven. And so Piper and... comes out, of course, and they yell mm-hmm. at each other. Yes. 
<laughs> and uh, uh, well, they yell things. It's not like they just stand there yelling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just exchange horror movie screams <laughs> for like 30 seconds, yes. which would be amazing. They um, quote their favorite Backstreet Boys lyrics just very loudly. <laughs> you know, uh, so Kaylee Ray comes out. Um, uh, she says use a lot, which I guess is a Glasgow thing. <laughs> I love her accent. It's so hot. Oh, my God. Yeah, and uh, she throws a chair like because she's like the Joker with the full cue from The Dark Knight. Yes. <laughs> Good reference, Charles. Bravo. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, when Kaylee Ray, like fucking, um, not Kaylee Ray, uh, Piper Niven headbutted Ginny, another, another uh, English, another, you know, UK person headbutting someone. Mm-hmm. And uh, wow. And she that, like, drives her through a chair, you know. That was, but that headbutt, that was loud. <laughs> It was very loud. You're right. It was almost delayed, like, as if it was an echo. That, like, thunk sound mm-hmm. was like, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> really hard shit. And then she goes after Aaliyah James, and I felt really bad for that. I was just like, no, not the baby. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and she goes for Kaylee Ray, of course. Um, and just, you know, then she uh, Kaylee Ray runs, and she runs backstage. And, and she's like beating her up backstage. And he's beating her up backstage, and it took five people to break them up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there, there. I love though that she brought up that uh, Piper Niven could have beaten her a couple weeks ago, but Piper Niven chose to not attack her knee. Yeah, that was just brutal. That's just like yeah, yeah. That's fucked up, Kaylee Ray. I love you. <laughs> yeah, and and now uh, you know now Piper <laughs> Piper don't give a shit. Piper's gonna. Pepper's going to fucking break the knee with a goddamn baseball bat if <laughs> need be now. Yes. Bring it on. So, yeah. So let's go back to uh, Monday Night Raw now. Uh, do we to the have States. to? <sighs> yeah. Well, I mean, at least we have Alexa Bliss. We do so. have Alexa Bliss. Yeah. So we start off at Randy O-Town uh, <laughs> doing... <laughs> doing O-Town Motown jazz. Yes. Yes, exactly. Doing his smooth improv jazz. Yes. So which which he, which would have been infinitely more interesting yeah, so than his actual So he goes on promo. on this on this whole thing about eight days ago. Oh my god! Can you imagine? Can you imagine if he actually came out there and just like came out with like a fucking like trumpet or something? Yeah, I want him to have a cornet without, without saying a word. He just performed. That would like be amazing. Jazz I would love that. Like, I would love like that. Five minutes. But he just keeps he yeah. goes on in the longest monologue I've ever heard. And um this is like Oh my god, my notes my notes say endless intro, blah blah blah. Yes. So <laughs> no, I took more detailed notes about this. So eight days ago he became the champion, fourteen time world champion, since he's better than literally everyone, goes on to name everyone. And I say, What a speech, shut the fuck up. Um and then I wrote because oh, he keeps what? saying eight oh, days what? ago, oh. so I wrote four Sorry. score and eight days ago. <laughs> Because that's I, how I, long I, I it fell, was going on. <laughs> I fell asleep from from hearing Randy O'Town's um, <laughs> Randy smooth, O'Town's words. Jazz. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he dares anyone to come out so and let, take his so title. Let's, let's skip ahead. Let's skip ahead. All oh, that's boring. That's all. That's no, boring. so I'm Alexa. done. So uh, he dares anyone to come <laughs> yeah. out and take his title, and Alexa Bliss comes out, right? And yes. um, she's just Unfortunately, smiling. Unfortunately, she had her she had her old song, which bothered me. I, I really wanted to hear what her new song was. Right, but she just because remember she, last week yeah, she had a new she had song. A new song. And, she had her old song. Well, this maybe week. He, that was used as like a distraction, like a ploy to make him think that, like, oh, it's just Alexa Bliss. But obviously, it's not. She's got these great gloves that say "Play and Pain" on one. And she's just like, she's smiling and she holds just pain up, and then her smile fades, and then the lights fade, and and the fiend well, lights and sounds come up. 
Well, well, she he's like, well, where's the fiend? And she's like, he could be here. Yes, he could be here. <laughs> and then we get the fiend fake out. Fiend um, fake out. Drew McIntyre comes out. Very exciting. Yep. 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 And True. he attacks and grabs the belt and dare. And then he prevents the Miz from cashing in. Yes, prevents the Miz from cashing in his money in the bank thing. And he says that Drew McIntyre says that nobody is going to beat Randy except himself. So yes. we'll see how that goes. Yeah. So so now we have uh, Blondage. Uh, Mandy Rose we and Dana Brooke. Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke versus... Um, Shayna Baszler so, and Nia Jax. Uh, okay. So I was listening to another uh, another uh, group, uh, Ring the Bell, and they had a name for, for uh, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax that I cracked up at. What? Shania. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> so, I don't know if we should steal that or not, but I was really amused by that name. Uh, so, Blondage versus Shania, yeah. yeah. Um, so, okay, I'm going to... So, here's where I'm wondering, because, you know, I've been a wrestling fan for a while, and and you you haven't, so... Okay, fuck am you, I being, am, No, 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 like, I'm saying, like, maybe me as an old-school smart, am I... Just not being fair to Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. Well, because they just they I, just came to Monday Night Raw. Yeah, but like I legit don't care. Like it's hard for me to like even stay awake during their match. So it's like, did you see something that impressed you from them? And maybe I I should pay more attention. Um, I was really like, impressed that um, that. You know, the Dana, Dana Brooke did some things during this match where she, like, kicked Nia's face, and she they both, like, beat up on Shayna, which I just don't think is ever believable, but I still like to see it. Um, mm-hmm. And Dana, you know, she pinned Shayna, but, of course, the ref didn't see. So it was just, there were things that Dana Brooke did. Yeah. And that was cool. But that's all that really matters. Of course, they didn't win. Um, but then you know who's, Lana, who's there the whole Lana time. Lana came out Lana. throughout the whole match. Yeah, <laughs> Lana just came out from the hellhole that she lives in, and she just um she was there, and it's kind of just like why why is she there? And I feel like what was it? Did Lana try and help, and it fucked shit up? I don't remember what it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's that's the thing. Like there's so many talented women on Raw. Like, and they're focusing on these three, and I don't care about any of them. Yeah. And that's why I'm wondering, like, I okay, I know, you know, we both know that Lana just sucks. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, am I not being fair to Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke? Because I, maybe I just see Dana Brooke as the person who left NXT too early and didn't really know how to wrestle yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was, like, four years ago, so... Maybe she's improved, and I'm just not seeing Dana it. Dana Brooke but. definitely did things during this match that I was not expecting, but uh, so, mm-hmm. but you know, I. As far so you're as suggesting that I should I should watch Dana Brooke closer to see. Yes, I don't really. They're not that important. I'm giving it too much weight just because you asked. They're really not that important. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. apparently, people in the Federation disagree. So yeah. we'll see. <laughs> Vince. <laughs> Vince McMahon. <laughs> It's a boner from Blondes. <coughs> anyway. Yes. Um, so Lana does her... Lana sucks shit. And um, she gets thrown to, through a table again, which is great. 
Well, not yet. Not yet. I, I'm just trying That's to skip ahead. I'm just trying to help you. Well, we should still stay within, <laughs> you know, the thing. So Nia Jax challenges Lana to a match for later on. Yes. Um, and she says not only will Lana have to leave the Raw team, and then, oh, my God, when we get to SmackDown, we'll really go into how much of a disgrace the Raw team is, by the yes. way. Yes. But, um... So, so she wants to end Lana's career, Nia Jax. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I just wrote, please, can you? I wrote that, too. Yeah, so um, we go to Angel Garza, mm-hmm. and he's doing his thing for someone. He's expressing his uh, undying devotion to someone. Mm-hmm. We don't know who it is. Um, I'm hoping it's one of the people that we haven't seen in a while. I like, think it's literally toward anyone. Well, it has to be towards someone, otherwise it's just him. Yeah, but it could be, that could be the whole ploy, where it seemed like it was just, well, it's an opportunity for, he doesn't know who it is, but someone will come out. Like, when someone offers, like, anyone who's mm-hmm. there wants to challenge me for my title, it's that. But I just, I, I really want it to be someone like Chelsea Green or something, like, so we can just. Yeah, you can keep someone hoping. Who we, someone who we don't get, who, Chelsea Green hasn't wrestled since May. Right. Like, they were supposed to bring her up to Raw, and then um, the writers changed. Mm -hmm. So they ended her NXT storyline with Robert Stone to get her onto Raw, and then, it, you know, because the writer who wanted her isn't there anymore, she's just in limbo. Yeah, I've noticed that uh, WWE, they're doing a full-on, like, everyone has been let go or been fired, and everyone else is, like, the whole writing team has changed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I, I want Chelsea Green because I want Chelsea Green to be on TV because I think she's awesome and she's so much more interesting right. than any of Blondage or Lana. Blonde, and you Lana, know what? And, no, Blonda. No, and, I tried. And, but, <laughs> but you know what? And that's the thing. Like, hell, fucking Chelsea Green has been blonde. Have her fucking bleach her hair and then Vince will like yeah. her. <laughs> like, you know, when she was an impact, she was blonde. You tell him. Like, you know, so I don't know. I would find it really funny if it was in my head. I was like, "Boy, though, wouldn't it be hilarious if it was Mercedes Martinez?" That'd be amazing. I mean, that would make sense. <laughs> Angel Garza just coming on to Mercedes Martinez and her wanting nothing to do with him. I mean, that would be actually a really funny thing that you could do for a very long time, story-wise. Yeah. See, this is why they should let me write shit. Uh-huh. But I don't I'd think they're to... gonna let either of us write shit because we no. do this. <laughs> yeah. No. They. They'd let. They'd. I'd. I'd have to deal with Vince. Mm-hmm. And Vince is not going to deal with me being, no, Vince, you're wrong, you 80-year-old man. (laughs) (laughs) You 80-year-old man. Yes. So we go to the Firefly Funhouse because we're really glad that you are our friend. And this is a friendship. That will never, ever end. Ever end, yes. So uh, this one one cracked me up a lot. Um, Because of the swear jar? Yes, the swear jar was hilarious. Abby the Witch uh, saying that Randy Orton can go fucking go fuck himself. <laughs> <laughs> and when Alexa Bliss is like, there's no swearing in the Firefly Funhouse, and Abby the Witch is like, you can go fuck yourself too. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> you can go fuck yourself too. Yes, I thought that was really hilarious. Just out of nowhere, Abby the Witch, who is, you know, obviously Sister Abigail, uh, Abby the Witch just started... <laughs> Yes, so Bray talks about, um, you know, Randy O-Town, 
And so from the ashes of Boy, that by whole the way, thing, aren't you aren't you aren't you glad I sent you the primer on their whole history? Because otherwise, this would make no sense whatsoever. Correct. So you know, he says that from the ashes of the everything that went down, he created a world of fun, and then Bray goes into a trance. Um, and there's a flashback to Randy burning down his house. R- Randy, Randy Orton committing arson, basically. Literally committing arson. And then, so Bray is just totally, like, so far away. And he says that he never forgets. Yeah. Talking about the fiend. Um, yes. And this was a and really then, good Firefly Funhouse. So, yes. So then Alexa's going to show us uh, a she's trick. Gonna she's going to show us been... a trick. Yeah. So, so of course, Bray just presses his heel hand to her head. And I just, I want her contacts. Yeah. <laughs> Can you look up? Can you actually look up for me? Can you look up what contacts they are? Because since I have that prescription, I'm sure I can. I'm sure I can get you. A pair. I really, I really want those. Yeah, I really, I'll, really I'll, want I'll, those. I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm serious. Okay, okay. I'll tell you how much they are, and I'll order them for you. Fantastic. Well, no, just yeah. like tell me how much they are, and then I'll see if I want you to order them for me. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. So really fun Firefly Funhouse. And then uh, Alexa starts drooling red, sh- red shit at her mouth. Yeah, just like red slime, like the old school Nickelodeon days, but red. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Bray's response is, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, so cute. <laughs> so cute. I loved earlier, so, too, before we, when they first did the, like, preview for Firefly Funhouse, that it was, um, mm-hmm. what's his name, Ramblin' Rabbit or whatever. Ramblin' yeah. Rabbit and Huskus the Pig yeah, Boy. Yeah, he was just, like, it just cut to <laughs> Ramblin' Rabbit just putting, like, a full-on dollar in the in the swear <laughs> jar when you later find out that it's just ten cents for a swear. <laughs> Maybe so happy. Ramblin' Ramblin' Rabbit has a filthy mouth, yeah, let's be does. honest about it. His wife did it to him. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Yes. Moving on. I mean, let's be honest, though. He gets murdered every episode except this one, so he has a right to swear. Yeah. he Ramblin' Rabbit wins this week's wrestling podcast. <laughs> So we go to we go to the match that may have done the impossible, uh, which is Nia Jax versus Lana. I don't care. And then you so, see Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce talking shit about Lana and how she's a problem and, and blah, blah, blah. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. Lacey Evans and Peyton Royce are a thousand times more interesting than, than Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose, or Lana. Yes. I, if, the, if they focused on them every week, I would, be, I, I would think, wow, this is really fun. No, I agree. I agree. So, but yeah, so this, I, I, so this match. Lana talks about how she's going to be turning the tables on Nia Jax. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, so, so here's the thing. If you've been listening for a while, you know I'm not a Nia Jax fan. I don't really like Nia Jax, but you know what? I, and I know what Vince McMahon is trying to do. He's trying to make us sympathetic for Lana. And you know what this is doing? This is making me like Nia Jax. Yeah, he texted me earlier, and he was just like, I think I might, this might be turning me into a Nia Jax fan. <laughs> yeah, because I hate Lana, and I don't want to see her on TV. And, and, and Nia Jax just beating the shit out of her is it, it's the only thing she deserves. Like, yeah, I w- it's not building sympathy for her. No. No. No, it, Lana is annoying. She can't wrestle. It. Yeah, like... 
I started cra- like literally laughing out loud when when Shayna Baszler started clearing the table before the match. Before even started. the match even started, thank fucking yeah. god, that was amazing. And Nia Jax keep like kept yelling at her, saying, "You're pathetic. Give up." And I was like, "Yes, keep doing it. Keep telling yes. her. Keep telling her." Yes. Um, and 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 Lana did shit in this match. She really did Lana nothing. Lo- Lana looked like someone who didn't know how to wrestle and doesn't belong in the ring. Yeah. She so Nia keeps kicking her and telling her to quit. She does a Samoan drop and pins her, and then when she goes to leave, but she sticks Shayna Baszler on her. She says, "Yeah, go." Like she's a fucking dog or something. She's like, "Yeah, go." <laughs> And then it's time for lucky number seven. Yeah, it's table time. <laughs> Yay, that's what I wrote. <laughs> and then, so she puts Lana through the ta- she puts Lana through the table, and the ref says that's enough. And Naya says, "Shut up to the ref." <laughs> 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 yeah, it's. Yeah. I might like Naya Jax now too. I don't know. I don't want to, but I yeah, do. yeah, like they're, it's having the exact opposite effect of what they wanted. You know what? This is you were there. Your first night of wrestling, you saw when Vince McMahon wants something and it backfires. Because you know what? The audience was supposed to be cheering for Charlotte when Becky Lynch attacked her. Right. And instead, what happened? Everyone chanted, you deserve it to Charlotte Flair. <laughs> and Becky Lynch became the most popular fucking wrestler in all of the world. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was amazing. I didn't know any so, of them then. God, I wish I knew better. So this is, so I feel like this is, so what, what you're going to do is you're going to make, you're going to make Nia Jax super popular. That's what Vince, Vince that's what you're going to end up doing. He's doing it every week. Every, like, is this actually yeah. the plan? Are the writers better than we thought that they were? Now, Vince Vince is apparently convinced that this will make uh, Lana sympathetic and that she'll be a big star. And it's like, no, no, it's not. Not at all. You're making making me like, oh, boy, I I can't. You know what? Tonight's Raw. I really hope number eight happens. And then I hope that she sets the table on fire after she puts fucking Lana through it. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, or shoots it with a machine gun or whatever. Like, I don't care as long as Lana... As long as they do something that gets Lana off that team mm-hmm. and off my fucking television. Mm-hmm. So, ugh. Fuck you, Lana. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And you know what? And I say, I'm sure CJ Perry is a very nice person, mm-hmm. but the character she plays is shit. And, and I don't want to see. Agreed. So, yeah. So let's go to Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross is backstage uh, and she goes up, she finds Alexa Bliss who has her back to her. And she's just really upset, and I don't blame her. It's supposed to be her best friend. She's gotten no texts, no calls back from her. Um, she goes on to know, like, explain that she knows that, of course, she's seen Alexa with the fiend and stuff. And then she goes and says, "He's behind <clears throat> us, isn't he?" Or you know, um, he's behind this. Yeah. Yes. Her accent's kind of, you know, it's very. She is. Oh, the, I wrote, uh, I wrote this. Accent. I just yeah. wanted to make it more interesting for myself and said us. Oh. Um, <laughs> Um, she goes on to just be like, Alexa, no, you're stronger than him. And she turns around and she's got that amazing fucking contacts in and she's just smiling. And I was like, I want that. And her which, eyes looked so which, big. It was amazing. Oh yeah. The, eyesh- the yeah. eyeliner. What? Um, who's her wardrobe person? <laughs> <laughs> and Nikki Cross is shocked because Nikki Cross has never seen stage contacts before. And we Naturally. Uh, yeah. So. And then finally, uh, Retribution have actually started uh, attacking people and beating people up, and they're doing they're doing shit with Retribution. They should have been doing Retribution two months ago. I still don't care of, though. Like because they fucked up and haven't been doing this for two months, I don't care about them. Well, you know what though? Like they ha- now they have a reason for why they have the dumb masks and why they have uh, 
the names. And it's like, it feels like they, they started realizing, oh, wait, we actually have to write Retribution storyline? Okay. So, number one, I'm also jealous of uh, Mustafa Ali's hair, by the way. He has great hair. He's, like, playing this, like, Charles Manson Jesus character so well. Yeah. So, you know what? So, here's, here's why they wear the masks and why they're called, like, T-Bar and Slapjack and Flapjack and all them. So And your mother's butt. Yes, go ahead. They acknowledge that the names are dumb. Because Mustafa, and, and I love how this storyline works, and Mustafa Ali is basically like, imagine being judged for having the name Mustafa Ali every single day. Imagine people looking at you and deciding that they can't make money off you based on the way that you look. And I wanted the members of Retribution to know what I go through every day. Fuck, that's deep. But I love that. I love that he basically said that, you know, people judge him for having a Muslim name. People judge him for how he looks. So he wanted these, you know, the, his, his group to know what it feels like. Yeah. So they have names that people judge. They have the fact that we say that those names are dumb. The fact that, like, and they have the mask, so it changes their appearance. That we're like, why are they wearing that? Like, and I, I kind of love that. Yeah, that makes them semi-redeemable. Yeah, and um, so Retribution, a.k.a. Mia, Mia Yim. I'm sorry, not Retribution, uh, Reckoning. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think, honestly, I think she is the only cool name out of the whole group. Reckoning is um, by far the best name. Yeah, um, and she basically challenges Asuka, which I want to see. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I, I'm, I'm not saying this lightly. I would like to see Mia Yim actually beat Asuka. Yeah. I, I Because... Yeah. Because I think that they could do a lot with, with, with Retribution having the women's title. That could be somewhere where they could build to, yeah, but I don't want Asuka to ever lose, ever. Yeah. <laughs> That's just selfish, so, I know, but... Yeah, so, I, you know, I, it's, very, it's a very sad state of affairs when I find Retribution the most interesting thing on all of Monday Night Raw. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, let's go to Friday Night SmackDown. Let's do it. So uh, I sent you the little segment where Natalia uh, was uh, talking with Adam Pierce about the qualifying match, mm-hmm. and Adam Pierce, because he's is he's stupid, was just like, "Oh, I'm just going to let you on the team," and she's like, "Don't patronize me, Adam. I, we should have a match to qualify." Yeah. And Selena Vega comes out, and uh, uh, Ruby Riot comes out with her new hair. Mm-hmm. Opinions on the new hair, Chelsea? I like it. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, I don't have bad opinions about the new hair. <laughs> I feel the new hair is the, hey, we're trying to build up Shotzi Blackheart. Let's not have two people with long green hair. Ah, you thought about it more than I did. I just thought that she looked good. Yeah, but that's what I think is happening, is I think that uh, Shotzi is uh, definitely making a name for herself. They're different and they races. Wanna... How could it be the same? <laughs> Because it's green hair, and people will just be like, right. look, they have green hair. That's so dumb. So. People are dumb. Get smarter, people. <clears throat> so that will lead into a match later on with Natalia versus Ruby Riot versus Zelina Vega. For, but it's first, a qualifying match for yes. to be a part of Survivor Series. Yay. Yeah, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be great if, if Raw had qualifying matches? That would be wouldn't so it? great. It would almost make it fair. Anyway, so now it would, we go it would to... Almost, a... <laughs> hell, it would, almost, it would almost make it seem like they actually care about the women's division. Yeah, it would. Because SmackDown, I, I don't know about you, I get the impression SmackDown cares about their women's division. Yeah, I definitely get that. I definitely, I definitely feel that. If only everyone yeah. else did. Yeah. 
So, you know, I mean, so Bailey versus Sasha. Bailey versus Sasha. Holy fucking shit. So Bailey, of course, says that she wants a rematch because Sasha made her sign the Hell in a Cell contract under duress. And mm-hmm. holy fuck this match. Holy yeah, no, this fuck was great. This, I mean, you know, Hell in a Cell, I feel like you can't beat it, but I'm trying to let that go and not have, yeah. like expectations for it to be that every time because we're less than two weeks out from when this happened. Yeah. So it's just yeah. like this match, holy fuck balls, Batman. Like it was it was so, so good. Of course Bailey is doing an interview beforehand about how it's a joy if she finds joy in hurting Sasha. She's angry about being made to sign under duress for the Hell in a Cell match. But she's sad that in the video package that should they showed um that they didn't show Sasha losing all of her titles when defending them the first time, which I just mm-hmm. loved how she went ahead and said, like when mm-hmm. like the three major emotions. <laughs> it was just really good. It was really great. So when Bailey came out, and of course all of the TVs boo. My favorite thing was that she booed at them back. <laughs> <laughs> you more now (laughs) so good um started off strong it was just like a back and forth type of thing um yeah no there was just so much there was just so much back and forth it was hard to take notes on it yeah because it was just like they would do they one of like they know each other so well it was just like one of them would do something and then the other one would immediately reverse it yeah and it was Mm -hmm. just back and forth like that and it was fucking great um Bailey kicked out of the frog splash, mm-hmm. um, which, uh, as we know, is uh, and I love that they put the frog splash and the uh, elbow drop in there because the frog splash was uh, spon- was uh, sponsored, uh. Uh, was inspired by Eddie Guerrero. Yeah, um, Sasha's hero, and, right? Yeah, yeah. and uh, the elbow drop was inspired by R- Macho Man Randy Savage. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, Bailey did this uh, this backstabber into a belly to belly, and I legit thought that she might win at that point. Right. Yeah. My favorite thing for this is that um, Bailey attempted the bank statement a couple of times. Oh, yeah. Like I was, that's what I was yeah. saying earlier is that like there are people doing their opponents' moves, and it was like, God, this is fucking smart. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it was, it was, it was just great. Like I don't really know what else I can say except this was a. Every time that these two fight, there's fucking magic there. Now, I understand this will probably be the last time they fight for a bit, but I would like to see them pick this back up around WrestleMania. Yes, that would be very nice. Yeah. So Sasha keeps her title, which is yeah, great. Yeah, Sasha keeps her title, and then she gets kicked by Carmella. Yeah, and Carmella's dressed like every <clears throat> woman I've ever, every blonde, fake blonde I've ever seen at a sex club ever in my life. <laughs> I was like, I know where that outfit's from. I do. I know exactly where that outfit is from. <laughs> but, you know, it came out of nowhere, and it was just like, you know, I'm so... I, I, you know, in the years, a couple of years I've been a wrestling fan, I've always loved Bailey, and now I'm just like Team Sasha all the way, but like love to hate Bailey and everything that she does. But I'm like, don't fucking hit Sasha when she's down. I want to kick this shit out of Carmella. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel better, Carmella is not really going to. I would be very surprised if Carmella wins the title. It was probably just to give her a little bit of. Yeah, because if you remember when we, when we went to our first uh, match ever. Um, well, your first match ever, uh, Becky versus, uh, Charlotte was a three-way. It was a triple threat. Oh. The third person in that match who no one remembers was Carmella. I don't remember that. 
<laughs> Carmella was the champion going into that match. Yep, didn't remember that. Yeah, and that's the whole thing is Carmella is not very memorable. I wonder if I so. knew her outfit that where her outfit in that match was from then too. <laughs> no, she had a different outfit. She well, was wearing I know, leopard but print. But I probably knew her. Yeah. <laughs> that's the yeah. whole point. In that in that match she was wearing leopard print and sneakers. Nice. Yeah. So uh, let's go to Ruby Riot versus Zelina Vega versus Natalia. Yes. Oh my god, there was so much this week. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh yeah, no, this is this is crazy. It's a crazy week. Um and um yeah, like I I once again, this was a very short match, but it was it was very good. And like, you know, I'll tell you, Natalia is awful on the mic. I hate hearing Natalia talk. She has no no personality. But I like and her no... way more now that she's not with Lana. Well, here's well, here's the thing I'm going to say is that like, you know, there's a reason why Natalia is one of the women who, when Ronda Rousey wants to get into wrestling, she goes directly to Natalia to teach her how to wrestle. Yeah, you know, and and you can see it because Natalia is great in the ring, even if she has no charisma as as a as a personality. Um, although my God, she's so much less annoying without fucking uh, Lana. Without Lana there, you Jesus. can you might as well say from now on what Nia Jax said when she was being interviewed, and she was like, "Don't say her name in my presence. Don't even think about her in my presence." <laughs> well, well, you know the 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 nickname because Lana was calling her. I mean, Natalia was calling herself the boat. The nickname I gave Lana was the anchor. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's very obvious she was holding her back. Yes. So um, this is yeah, yeah no. like Charles said, very quick but very good solid match they're all really good wrestlers um yeah yeah i don't i mean what was of no i what's the move where you just grab someone by their ankles and spin them around because that's what natalia did to selena uh that was well basically uh that was when she put her on her shoulders that was uh she was kind of doing like a uh well, it eventually became like, um, well, gee, I don't know. Uh, yeah, right. So I'm, she's got her I'm by totally her ankles and she's just spinning her around. And she like, what I loved is that <laughs> Zelina like appeared so dizzy afterwards. Yes, I love that she sold being dizzy. I, I'm I sure thought she that was, was really actually cool. dizzy. Like, if that happened to me, I'd be dizzy as fuck. I, I have to show you um, Cesaro then, who Duh. does a move called the Cesaro Swing, who where he grabs someone by the feet and he spins them around. And I think the record is 117 spins. Ew. The audience would start counting at a certain point. <laughs> How many rotations he would do. That person has to be like, whoever he did that to has to have like the strongest stomach in the world. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. So, the, towards the end, um, Natalia put the sharpshooter on Zelina Vega. Mm-hmm. Um, I should note, by the way, one of the reasons why Natalia is so good, and this is something most wrestling fans know, but I don't think uh, I've ever really talked about this with you. Um, in Calgary, um, in uh, where she came from in Canada, there was a wrestling school called the Dungeon mm-hmm. that was run by her family. And um, it was run by Stu Hart, and the whole Hart family came out of there. There were like 12 of them. All of the boys were wrestlers. All the girls married wrestlers. Wow. Um, and um, Natalia is the only woman he ever allowed to train there. Wow. Yeah. Said, every where other, in, in Calgary? In, it was, um, I think it was. Um, Somewhere. I, it's okay. To, you just tell me later. Yeah, it's, it's in Canada, but um, uh, it might be Alberta. Nice. But, um, but yeah, Natalia was the only woman who was ever allowed to train there. And she's the only woman who ever graduated from there. Because Stu Hart would purposely not let. Um, Women. 
and were women trained there except for her. Wow. And that's including his own daughters. He wouldn't let them train there. But his his uh, niece, I guess she's his niece. Um, yeah, she'd be his his great niece. I'm sorry, his grandniece. But she she was allowed to train there because she was the only one that showed potential. That's crazy. And she showed. So it. yeah, so she's she. I mean, she's great in the ring. I just don't want to hear her do promos yes. or be a character. So she puts the sharpshooter on Zelina Vega, and then Ruby Riot steps in, and then Natalia does something that just made her look dumb, where she let go. Yeah, she just let go as if to do something else, and that's when yeah. Zelina and tapped out. Zelina taps out, and Ruby Riot wins. And I'm telling you, man, like the SmackDown team, it's Ruby Riot and Bianca Belair right now, right there. That's they could, a cool... I want them to be the whole five that they have set up on Raw. Like, yeah, like, like Raw, I, I, I can't get over the difference. In the two teams. Yeah. Like, the only two people who are worth a shit on the Raw team are Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Yeah. And then everybody else are just, oh, these are the three that I Vince really I put Shayna really Brooke likes. as a third, definitely. Yeah. So, all right. So let's, uh, let's, let's leave the WWE and uh, we'll go to Impact. Much like Deanna Perazu, we're leaving the WWE to go to Impact. <laughs> 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 Let's do that. So we start with Deanna Prazu versus Sue Young. Yes, we do. We do do that. And Deanna attacks while uh, Sue Young is putting on. I just also want to say before we get um, Mm -hmm. Deanna Prazu, I need her Mm -hmm. outfit. She looked like a warrior, Mm. and I want it. You mean the outfit she wrestles in, or the one she comes down the aisle? Like in in what she came in, in. like it Mm. was. She looked like a fucking warrior, and I want Mm -hmm. it. So yes, continue. <laughs> yeah, but uh so Deanna attacks her while Suyo is putting on the funky glove. Um which is what I call it because it just looks funky that. Looks funky and it probably <laughs> smells even more funky. Yeah. I love at one point when Suyoung just started crawling at Deanna. Yes. I love everything that Suyoung does. I mean like her yeah. facial expressions, everything. It was really good for me to be introduced to Susie first, I think. Yeah. Um because yeah. this has even more of an impact. On me. <laughs> Finally, he laughs I've at one of my puns tonight. He laughed at one of my puns. Um, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's just I. And then I loved when Kimberly like cheated and sent the chair into the ring, and Sue Young got to it first, and <laughs> they had like this tug of war over the steel chair, yeah. and then like she throws it into um into Deanna's belly, and it was just it was fuck. It was so yeah. Good. So Sue Young. Young loses by disqualification, and the feud continues. It continues. So we go now to locker room talk with Madison Rain. And nobody cares. And, uh, I was amused by this. Segment. I hated it. I was go amused. Go ahead, Charles. <laughs> so Jordan Grace and Tenille Dashwood Jordan are Grace, her, uh, I really guess. liked in it, but that's it. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love how Jordan Grace came out wanting to be part of a team. And Daniel wants to be in a team with Madison Ray. <laughs> and they were just so shitty to Jordan Grace in it. Whereas where Caleb with a K is just like, uh, Jordan, can you skedaddle? We want you out of the shot while they're taking a picture and Jordan together. Grace throws Caleb with a K's phone. Thank God. And he's like, yeah, I just get another yeah. one. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> but do you think Madison Ray will actually wrestle? 
Yeah, Madison Rain is a former... Uh, I know. She was in the... She makes it very yeah. clear how important yes. she is. <laughs> oh, I love that I love that she pointed out about how Jordan Grace is like, well, she's a cha- former champion, not a five-time former champion. Yes. <laughs> every chance Jordan she gets, Grace, Madison Rain will yeah. throw in how important she is in every yeah, match. Madison Rain was a five-time Impact uh, Women's Champion, so... Yeah. Madison Rain was actually in the Mae Young Classic one year. Yes, she's um, also said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I know, I know, because she's told yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so from the uh, penthouse to the outhouse, we now go to Tommy Dreamer uh, with his Sherlock Holmes hat on. Oh God! Um, looking at these suspects who killed Johnny Bravo. Yeah. So. Here's the thing. I was not amused by this segment, although when they showed them with the mug shots, I could not prevent myself from laughing. Yes, so towards the end, there's, of course, he narrows it down to 10 people and everyone denies their involvement in it. But we don't we don't care about any of them except for Havoc, uh, Taya Valkyrie, and Rosemary. Correct, um, but at, at the end, there's a mugshot montage, and it was funny. Yeah, yeah. So that was this week's uh, women's wrestling. Yeah, it was. Uh, So, yeah, you'll have to tune in to hear what we thought about AEW Full Gear. But um, in the meantime, uh, those of you who uh, like our stuff should be aware that uh, we are filmmakers. And uh, we have an Indiegogo campaign going on right now Mm -hmm. for a film that uh, we're both, uh, you know, I'm I'm we're both involved in. I'm writing and directing it. Mm-hmm. And Chelsea is uh, the big uh, scary demon character. So, you know, if you uh, if you like, say, Sue Young or Abaddon or any of them, you get to see Chelsea doing it. Yeah, that's me. You know, and the funny thing is, I realize, you know, Chelsea is a taller girl. Chelsea is in that like, you know, Charlotte, uh, Taya Valkyrie like mm-hmm. type, you know, build. And we've never seen a spooky character like of that size. No. I find that very interesting. But if you want to see Chelsea as that, not in the ring, but, you know, outside. Maybe we'll just you like, should, uh, make people think that I'm in the ring. It'll be fine. There's yeah. still time so for you rewrites. Should... <laughs> yeah, so you should... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Nameless will just suddenly have a wrestling ring. Yeah, It'll duh. be great. Uh, so uh, you can go and, and contribute at uh, igg.me backslash at backslash Bishop's Cove. One word, B-I-S-H-O-P-S-C-O-V-E. Yes. Boy, I... You have no idea how hard it was for me to actually do that and not just start spelling bingo with the name of... Um, Fuck, that's going to be stuck in my head. <laughs> yeah, so, but yeah, so igg.me slash at uh, slash Bishop's Cove. Go and check out our Kickstar- uh, our Indiegogo now. Do it. And contribute, you cheap bastard. No, contribute anyway. because we want to make it as scary as possible for you, and yes. we need your money to do that. Yes, exactly. Yes. So, so, to uh, end this off, otherwise, I want to I say that my favorite wrestling match of the week... <laughs> Well, we were gonna we were gonna get to that after our addresses, but yeah. So, what is your favorite wrestling match of the uh, uh, um, week? Bailey and Sasha? Duh. And then, but my favorite wrestler of the week gonna be a surprise. Who? Who? Tony Storm. Mm. I really loved her. I really, I yeah, really no, loved Storm. everything about her, and she kicked ass literally with her ass. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> no, just really excited to see where she's going and that she's back, and I'm really excited to go on this journey with her. She fucking nailed it. So my match of the week uh, was once again Bailey and Sasha. Mm-hmm. It was. 
However, my wrestler of the week is going to be a bit of a surprise. Mm. What is it? it was, what is it's it? someone. It's someone you wouldn't think, and it's uh, Aaliyah James. Aaliyah James. She was my runner-up. Yep. Aaliyah James gets it because for someone who I've never seen before, who I know absolutely nothing about, for me to go, hey, I want to see that person again. Yes, I'm really proud that you picked Aaliyah, Aaliyah James because I was feeling an a- like an asshole yeah. for not doing it. So I'm glad you did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. So Aaliyah James was uh, awesome. All right, so uh, congratulations, Aaliyah, and congratulations, uh, Bailey and Sasha. Mm-hmm. And Tony Storm. I, have had, <laughs> I should have to say, I've had to sneeze this entire uh, podcast, and I have not been able to. Yeah. If, if people hear me sniffing, it's not that I'm, like, suddenly developed a coke habit. It's that I am, like, I am congested, and, he and does I want to have sneeze. <laughs> I have wanted to sneeze for, like, an hour, and I no, have not been able to. No, he hasn't done so. it. He hasn't done it. But you can find me on Instagram at Chelsea. Yes. At, or Chelsea. Nope. Chelsea.lesage on Instagram. Chelsea Lesage also has a Facebook fan page I forgot about. (laughs) You you can also find me at charles.d.lincoln on Instagram. And you can find us together at CL Squared Productions on Instagram, on YouTube, and on Facebook. And you know what? Hell, fuck it. Let's, Let's just go crazy. You can find Bishop's Cove, which is the film that uh, we're uh, doing. It's uh, B-I-S-H-O-P-S underscore code. Hooray. Follow us. Like us. Tweet us. No, don't tweet us, but do all the things. And Mm -hmm. um, we will see you soon, everyone. Oh, Uh, bye. Bye, everyone. All right, bye, everyone. Bye.